Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void where prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hello again, friends, and welcome on into episode 93 of the SCO Show. Proudly a part of the Pat's Pulpit Podcast Network and brought to you by the great folks at SB Nation. My name is Mark Schofield. Happy to be back in the big chair for today, Monday, April 6th, 2020. It is a Mock Draft Monday. It is Mock Draft Monday 10.0 here at the SCO Show. And we're going to do what we do every Mock Draft Monday. We're going to dive into... My mock draft, and then the user mock drafts in the second half of the show. As always, user mock drafts can be submitted in a variety of ways. You can get them in via Twitter, at Mark Schofield. You can slide into the DMs with them. Some people have been doing that. If you just tweet it at me, please use a hashtag like SkoShowMock, hashtag SkoShowMock. That will make it easier for me to find them as I sort of comb through the tweets on Sunday night. You can email them to me, at Mark Schofield. I mean, excuse me, mark.schofield at insidethepylon.com is the email address to use. A lot of you have been doing it that way. And of course, the SCO Show Slack channel is a super easy way to do it because you can just do your mock, post a screenshot of it in the Slack channel. We have dedicated to mock drafts. Piece of cake. And then on Sunday night when I record the show, I scroll through all the images. It makes it nice and easy. And plus, if you do it that way, guess what it means? Yeah, you listening? It means you're a member of the Slack channel. And what's cool about that is you can be part of the discussions we have that are draft-related. We have channels dedicated to every position. We have channels dedicated to cooking. If you wanted to see what I'm doing or not doing with my Traeger, things like that. John Limarakis, he's he's got like a baked onion potato thing that he put up over the weekend that people are begging for the recipe for. I mean, it's fun. So again, I'd highly recommend you do it that way because then you can interact with other great listeners to this show and people that probably by this time last year, next year, we'll have my job because that's how good they are. Seriously, they're doing such great work breaking down these prospects. It's been a ton of fun. But before we do that, your usual reminders to please follow along with the hijinks at Mark Schofield on Twitter. Check out the work at places like InsideThePylon.com, Pro Football Weekly, Matt Waldman's Rookie Scouting Portfolio, not one, not two, but three, count them, three SB Nation websites, Big Blue View, where I dropped a piece over the weekend about Colt McCoy called the prototype. Yes, he's a prototype. Of what kind? Well, you'll have to read to find out. Also, Bleeding Green Nation, where I co-host the QB Sco show with the one and only Michael J. Kist. And of course, Pat's Pulpit. And yes, you can also follow along with the work at Touchdown Wire, part of the USA Today Network. I've been doing a ton of work over there, getting ready for the draft, dropping my top 11 wide receivers on Monday. Rankings and write-ups that I'm sure you're all going to agree with. 
The top 11 tight ends will drop Tuesday. I will have a Justin Jefferson film dive also this week. Then later this week, top 11 interior defensive linemen. That's slated for Friday or so. On Sunday, top 11 linebackers. On Monday, my latest mock draft. And then next Friday, I will have the biggest risks of this draft as we start looking ahead to the 2020 NFL draft. Also, in terms of looking ahead, it's time, folks. we got to switch back to three days a week. Why? Well, because I want to. Two, because the draft is upon us. So you're going to get another show this week about those wide receiver and tight end rankings. I'm going to go deeper into them. And I think we're going to have a guest this week. He was on around this time last year, covering the draft when I was over at Locked On Patriots. Shane Alexander. He's kind of stepped away from the analyst game, but he always keeps his ears to the ground. He's got some stuff that he wants to talk about. So I figured, hey, Shane, come on. So we'll have a guest this week. So we'll have three shows this week as well. But enough of that. Let's draft. And we're going to do a fan speak mock here. Matt Miller's recent Bleacher Report. And forget trades. I want to just roll through. Why? Well, I've been doing a ton of work to get ready for all these pieces I'm going to write in on all these different players, all these different ranking pieces. So I feel even more informed about the draft right now. So I just want to make some picks. Forget trades. Throw that stuff out the window. It just gets confusing. Plus, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes when I try to make the trades and I'm doing it as I'm recording, things fall to pieces. And it stresses me out. So we're just going to make some picks. And we are on the clock now at 23. Now, according to the Fanspeak, and Steve's team needs, Steve over at Fanspeak, Patriots have to address wide receiver, quarterback, offensive tackle, tight end, wide receiver, again, linebacker, corner, edge, and defensive line. You know, a couple of things. And if we want to go the wide receiver row, well, Brandon Ayuk, KJ Hamler, Jalen Ragor, LaVisca Chenault are all on the board. And yes, in a bit of a teaser, Ayuk, Ragor, and Chenault are all in my top 11 wide receivers. Now, we could potentially get one of those guys, but it might not happen here unless we want to reach, at least according to Matt Miller's rankings. But if we wait, we may not get one of those guys at all. A quandary. Now, we can look at tight end. And we can keep looking because, let's face it, I just got done writing up my top 11 tight ends. I'm not wasting pick 23 on one of those guys. Let's just put it out there, okay? We could look at quarterback because, well, Jordan Love is on the board. Jalen Hurts is on the board. Jacob Eason is on the board. Jake Fromm, also on the board. Now, what's interesting, you can start to see the drop-off foreman. Matt Miller's top four quarterbacks that are left here, Jordan Love is ranked 31, Jalen Hurts 56, Jacob Eason 73, and Jake Fromm 74. Then the next quarterback is Nate Stanley at 201. And Nate Stanley is slowly rising. So if we do want to address quarterback, it's here or we're going for one of the later guys. Which seems to be, again, a subtle reminder that they got to get back into the second round somehow. But no, we are making picks. We forge ahead. We could look at linebacker. Kenneth Brooks, I mean, excuse me, Kenneth Murray is the best linebacker left. Ranked 19 overall on Matt Miller's board. But we probably want to wait there too. The fact of the matter is, at this point, this 23rd pick, the more and more we do this, the more and more it just realizes and drives home the point that they got to get out of this pick. 
Now, there are some players that would make some sense here. And if we want to do it, we could draft Jordan Love. I mean, it's looking like at least possible he could fall to them at 23. And I think that could make a great deal of sense. But there's somebody I think probably makes more sense for this team. If the idea is going to be to roll with Jared Stidham, and if the idea is also going to be that given what we know about how Bill Belichick values quarterbacks, Jordan Love might not be the guy, I think you look elsewhere. And so the two names I'm deciding between are, are honestly Xavier McKinney, the Alabama safety, and Cesar Ruiz, the interior offensive lineman from Michigan. And I'm going to go with Ruiz. I love talking to this kid at the Combine, watching him on film this week again. I think he checks a lot of boxes. I think he's a top 25 offensive player in this draft class. I think he can contribute at the guard spots, depending on how they handle Joe Tooney, how David Andrews in that situation shakes out. He might be your starting center. There's a lot you can do with him. And so I think he makes a ton of sense for the New England Patriots. And now, look, we wait until the third round. So let's do that together. So now we are waiting for our pick to come up here in the third round. Got a couple of picks here to make in the third round. And the situation has not really improved so much. Of the quarterbacks who are left, Jacob Eason, Jake Fromm. They're still on the board as we sit here now with this pick at 87. We could address that. But now at this point, I want wide receiver or tight end. Wide receiver, all the top guys that I was excited about, they're gone. And so if you were excited about one of the earlier guys we mentioned, that's a shame. Guys like Tyler Johnson, who again was in my top 11, he's still on the board. Interestingly, at 139 in Matt Miller's ranking, so he seems to be crawling up a little bit. Van Jefferson, fantastic route runner. He's available. Tight ends, we've got some options here. And I really don't want to wait. And so we're going to take a tight end here, and it's between Adam Trotman and Bryson Hopkins. And it comes down to... This It comes down to, are you okay with a wide receiver that plays tight end like Mike Giusecki, or are you going to roll the dice on a small school guy that showed at times he could dominate in all assets of tight end play, showed at the senior bowl he can make the leap to the next level, but it's still a bit of, of a projection. But I'm okay with making that projection. I prefer Trotman to Hopkins. Trotman is my tight end two. Hopkins is my tight end four. Matt Miller has Hopkins at 96, but Trotman at 83. Just turn on the Valpo game. Literally, the first two plays of the game are put-the-pen-down moments. The first one runs a post route from the wing, basically runs through a linebacker, catches the ball. It's a high throw. He high points it and then runs over a safety and then drags some other defenders. Second play, it's a trick play, so there's that element to it, but it's sort of a throwback design where he starts on the right, crosses the formation, then breaks vertically. It's a reverse where they pitch it to the quarterback who's lined up in the slot. So it's a trick play, but he gets behind the defense, passes overthrown, he just sticks the left hand out, pulls it in one-handed for a touchdown. When you bet on a small school kid, you want to see dominance, and that's what Trotman did. So we're going to make him the pick here at 87. And interestingly enough, Van Jefferson, the wide receiver, goes the very next pick to the Saints, which is a, a very good pick. But now we are on the clock again at 98. And Bryson Hopkins is still here. So it makes you wonder about that move. 
Overall, some players we can consider. Running back Zach Moss is here. Both quarterbacks, Jacob Eason and Jake Fromm, are here. Those players might make some sense. But we also want to address defensive line. And as I said, look, I've been starting to do some work in the defensive line. And yes, you've got the guys at the top, your Javon Kinlaws and your Derek Browns. There are some people that, like the kid from TCU, Blacklock. But a guy that's rising up boards, Justin Matabuki from Texas A&M. And we will make him the pick here. He is the 63rd ranked player on Matt Miller's board. And we're getting him here at the end of the third round. So that's pretty nice. I'll take that. And then here at pick 100, we got another one. And I'm going to do it. I think you have to do it. Since he's staring me in the face. And I know it's going to rub some people the wrong way. So I won't do it. The more I think about it. I'm going to roll with Stidham. We'll take a flyer at a late round quarterback. But I think it just doesn't make sense to draft one of these Eason or Fromm kids. I just... I'm kind of getting that vibe that I want to want to move away from them a little bit. We could look at Edge for Edge, perhaps. Curtis Weaver might make some sense. Cornerback is always an option. Well, you have to look at safety to find everybody's favorite, Reggie Robinson, the Tulsa kid. So we're going to have to keep that in mind as you get to the Tulsa pick, that 212 pick. Linebacker, there are a couple of guys to keep in mind. Davon Taylor. Marcus Bailey, Willie Gay, but I think we can still wait there. So looking for value here. We do need to address the position. Offensive line, we've done Cesar Ruiz, but we've had some, some losses there. And I just really like this kid. So Ben Barch, D3 kid from St. John's, we're going to make him the pick here at 100. And so that gives us our day one and two picks. Not trading out, staying at 23. We got Cesar Ruiz at 23 overall, and then the three third-round picks, Adam Trotman, Justin Matabuque, and Ben Bart. So now we look ahead to day three of the NFL draft. We got some picks here coming up. Now we're on the clock again at pick 125. And there are some options available to us. Obviously, the quarterback has thinned out. Both the Jakes are gone. Now it's Nate Stanley and the boys from 201 on down on Matt Miller's big board. So we're going to wait there to address the quarterback position. Edge has similarly thinned out. Although Kenny Willekes is available. DJ Wanham is available. Carter Coughlin, all available. See, the problem sometimes when you do all this draft work is you start to see these guys that you know you can get later and later. Now, Willekes is 138 on Matt Miller's big board. So th- there's some potential there. I think overall, looking around, it might be time to at least entertain the option of double dip in a tight end or addressing linebacker. I think linebacker really sorts to th- starts to thin out. And there's a guy here that might not be on the board the next time we pick again. And the more I've been studying this class, the more I realize that you might want to bet on somebody that showed it on the field, but might have a bit of a problem off the field that has kept him down the boards. He had a fantastic combine. He pops on film. He pops at the point of attack. Willie Gay Jr. from Mississippi State. We will bet on him here. It's a bit of a reach because he's ranked 191 on Matt Miller's board, and here we're picking at like 125. But I don't want to miss him by the time we get around to select him again because this linebacker position really does thin out. I know, for example, John Lamarakis and others, they love Shaquille Quartermain, the kid from Miami. I know Evan Weaver has gotten a lot of attention, the California kid. I liked Cameron Brown when I was studying him a little bit um, for the work I was doing for the Rivals Network, but 
I wanted to get Willie Gay, and I don't want to miss out on him. Now we are back on the clock here at 172, a pick in the fifth round. And I don't want to wait any longer. we got to address the wide receiver position. It is starting to thin out. But there is one guy that John Limarakis won't stop talking about. There is one guy that defensive backs in this draft won't stop talking about, and that's Quintus Cephas, the Wisconsin wide receiver. We're going to make him the pick here at 172. He's ranked 173 on Matt Miller's big board. But there's a lot to like about this kid. When I studied him again for the Rivals Network, I liked some of what he did. There are guys that I like more, but it's great value here at this point. So he will be the pick here for New England at 172, near the end of the fifth round. Now we're on the clock here in the sixth round. This is New England's selection at 195 overall. Interestingly enough, the quarterbacks are starting to make a little bit of noise here. Nate Stanley, James Morgan have just come off the board. And the positions we have left to address, at least according to the fan speak team needs, quarterback is one, wide receiver again, cornerback and edge. And well, since there is an edge at the top of the board, I think it makes some sense. So DJ Wanham from South Carolina, come on down. You are the newest member of the New England Patriots. He was a top-rated player left on Matt Miller's board, so it makes some sense to go there. Now we're on the clock here at, this is pick 204. This is the 25th pick in the sixth round. Quarterback, wide receiver, and corner are still needs. A wide receiver really not much. It has totally thinned out. So some of the earlier decisions, maybe, you know, when we went Willie Gay or even Ben Barch, we might have been better served going wide receiver. Something to keep in mind. At corner, oh, that doesn't matter because we got to look at safety. And it looks like our boy from Tulsa has been selected. So we missed out there. Looking back at the corner spot, though, there are some other guys that I still like. Javelin Gidry from Utah. He's got some wheels to him. He would make a nice selection. Harrison Hand has some potential. We'll look at the other position of need. Quarterback. Jake Lutton, Anthony Gordon, Cole McDonald, Stephen Montez are the top quarterbacks left on Matt Miller's board. Let's take a flyer. I'm going to go with Anthony Gordon. He's probably my favorite of that bunch. I think it makes some sense. I like him schematically. I like his head. I like his mentality. I do like Cole McDonald. I did comp him to Maverick, but I think, eh, I don't know if the Bill Belichick and company are really going to like him. Now we have wide receiver and corner to address. Wide receiver, again, it's not good. But I think the player that stands out to me the most, Benjamin Victor from Ohio State, of the guys that's left. So we'll make him the pick here at 212. Now we are on the clock again at 213. Still need to address corner. We're going to go with Javelin Gidry. He's the pick here at 213. Now we're on the clock again. It's a seventh round pick at 230 here on Fanspeak. And with no team needs left to really fill, it's just a matter of finding some value. And if I get a chance to do it, I'm going to draft Steven Sullivan, the LSU kid. Still have a soft spot for the LSU tight end. Love some of what he did down at Mobile, like some of what he did on film. And if you're throwing darts at the dartboard here in the seventh round, I'm going to bet on a guy that showed the potential to play a bunch of different roles, even though he's stuck behind some great talent. Now we are on the clock again. This is 241. We're going to round things out here. And I think we got to address the kicker spot. Tyler Bass from Georgia Southern. We're going to make him the pick. I know Rodrigo Blankenship is A, a hot name, and B, 
on Matt Miller's board twice at 461 and 465, which makes him double the man that I am. But we'll go with Tyler Bass because why not? Makes some sense to me. And so there you go. Mock draft 10.0 is in the books. Let's sort of recap things. We went no trades this time because I wanted to get a feel for how this board could fall. And again, every time we go no trades, it just drives home the fact that they got to get back into the second round if it means trading out of 23. Because you miss out on so much value with that huge gap from 23 back to the third round. But what do we do? Cesar Ruiz at 23, Adam Trotman at, 90, at 87, Justin Matabuke at 98, Ben Barch at 100, Willie Gay at 125, Quintus Cephas at 172, DJ Wanham at 195, Anthony Gordon at 204, Benjamin Victor at 213, Javelin Gidry at 213, Victor was at 212, excuse me. Stephen Sullivan at 230. And Tyler Bass at 241. So that will do it for my mock. Up next, your mock drafts. That is ahead on episode 93, Mock Draft Monday 10.0, here at The Sco Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Mark Schofield back with you now on episode 93 of the Sco Show Mock Draft Monday 10.0. And it's time for the best part of the week. Listener mocks. Why is it the best part of the week? Because I don't have to do any work. Like, I just get to sit here and read. And I can read. Like, I can't think. Especially, look, at this point in quarantine day, whatever it is, we're all just getting by. Thinking is kind of a thing of the past. So the, the ability to sit here and just read, I like that. And so that's what I get to do now for the next 20 minutes. I get to read your mocks. We're going to kick it off with the mocks from the Scotia Slack channel. Kicking it off with Jim Reynolds, his first mock of the week. ProFootballNetwork.com mock. Willie Gay at 75. Michael Pittman, he's a top 11 receiver for me. At 87, Cole Komet at 98. Like a faux two at 100. Antonio Gibson, the Memphis running back. At 122, Bryce Hall, the Virginia corner at 125, Jordan Jackson, guard from Ohio State at 172, Shaquille Quarterman at 195, Trey Adams at 204, Javelin Guidry at 214, 212, excuse me, Travis Gibson at 213, Michael Divinity at 230, and Lamar Jackson in the Nebraska corner at 241. Next walk comes to us from John via the Scotia Slack channel. At 23, Denzel Mims, the Baylor wide receiver, Adam Trotman at 87. Alex Highsmith, the Charlotte Edge at 98. Rashard Lawrence at 100. Geno Stone, the Iowa Safety at 125. Quintus Cephas at 172. Michael Divinity at 195. Steven Montez at 204. Rodrigo Blankenship at 212. Reggie Robinson at 213. Almost the Tulsa pick. We're calling that the 212 spot. Steven Sullivan at 230. And at 241, John Runyon. Then we get a mock draft in from Truck. Looks, looks also comes from the Pro Football Focus Mock Draft Simulator. Got Javon Kinlaw at 23, Justin Uche at 67, Cole Komet at 98, 
Terrell Burgess, the Utah safety at 125. Rodrigo Blankenship at 172. Jonathan Garvin, outside backer from Miami at 182. Travis Gibson at 195, the Tulsa defensive end. Reggie Robinson at 204. Cole McDonald at 212. Michael Divinity at 213. Stephen Gidry at 230. And Jared Pickney at 241, who snuck into my top 11 tight ends. Matt St. John has a mock here for us. At 23, Denzel Mims. At 87, Akeem Davis-Gaither, the linebacker from App State. Bryson Hopkins at 98. Bradley Inay at 100. Albert O at 125, who also got into my top 11 tight ends. Justin Heron at 172. Antoine Brooks Jr., the Maryland safety, at 195. Omar Bayless, Arc State wide receiver at 204. Dane Jackson, the feisty Pittsburgh corner at 212. Darius Anderson, TCU running back at 213. And Kamal Martin. Linebacker from Minnesota at 230. Lawrence Cager, the Georgia wide receiver, makes it in at 241. John Limarakis with a mock where he traded down at 58. Ashton Davis, the Cal safety. Justin Okara, the Notre Dame edge at 73. Michael Pittman at 87. 82, excuse me. Ben Barch at 89. Antonio Gibson, Memphis running back at 98. Khalid Kareem, Notre Dame edge at 100. John Simpson, interior offensive lineman from Clemson at 125. Juwan Jennings, volunteers wide receiver at 204. Reggie Robinson in the Tulsa spot at 212. Tanner Muse at 213. Shaim Carter, the Alabama safety at 230. And Rodrigo Blankenship at 241. Then we got Jim Reynolds again with another trade down mark. Jeremy Chin at 66. Matt Hennessy at 87. K.J. Hill at 98, Bryson Hopkins at 100, Troy Dye at 125, James Prochet at 172, Benito Jones, defensive tackle from Ole Miss at 195, Trey Adams at 204, and John Reed, the corner from Penn State, at 212. He rounds it out with Pinckney, the tight end from Vanderbilt at 213, and Rodrigo Blankenship at 215. And by trading down, he got a first-round pick from Washington in the 2021 NFL Draft. So... That's one of those drafts where, hey, if Stidham doesn't pan out, you got a shot to get to the top of the board next year. Josh Bowman trades down to 34, and who falls into his lap but Justin Herbert. This is via a fan speak mock. Cole Komet at 46. Malik Harrison at 65. Cameron Dantzler at 76. Antonio Gandy-Golden at 79. Anthony Jennings, the Bama edge at 95. Lloyd Cushenberry. Interior offensive lineman at 98. Harrison Bryant at 100. Alex Highsmith at 117. Zach Moss at 125. Quintus Cephas, 154. Reggie Robinson, 184 this time. McTelvin Aguim at 195. Trey Adams at 204. Javin Gidry at 230. Reminds me about Antonio. I mean, excuse me, McTelvin Aguim. It is Aguim. It's not Agim. I made the mistake. I'm, I sometimes go on a uh, Arkansas radio station. And I was corrected on the air when I said that. So I learned my hard way. Got some more mocks from John here. Um, Drop this one, a TDN, seven-round mock. Herbert at 27. Claypool at 87. Logan Wilson at 98. Hunter Bryant at 100. Elton Robinson at 125. Harrison Bryant at 172. Rodrigo Blankenship at 195. Reggie Robinson at 204. James Prochet at 212. Michael Panuski, a defensive tackle from Michigan State at 213. Gage Cervenica at 230. And Khalil Tate at 241. So there's another mock for you there. Scrolling through the rest of the mocks here on the Scotia Slack channel. 
We've got a mock here from Ricky Keeler. Justin Jefferson. There we go. That's a pick near and dear to my heart at 23. Adam Trotman at 87. Ashton Davis at 98. Ben Barch at 100. Amik Robertson. The feisty little Louisiana Tech corner at 125. Quintus Cephas at 172. McTelvin again. 195, Shaquille Quarterman, 204, Lawrence Cager, 212, Cole Cabral, a 213, the Arizona State Center, Derek Tuzuka, the North Dakota State Edge, a 230, Casey Tuhill, a 241, backer from Stanford, Man St. John, another fan speak mock, Denzel Mims at 23, Logan Wilson at 87, Devin ICSC at 98, Bradley Adnay at 100, Nick Coe at 125, Antoine Brooks Jr., the safety from Maryland at 172, Justin Snard, the Acker from Wake at 195. Dane Jackson at 204. Dalton Keene at 212. Kalija Lipscomb, the wide receiver from Vanderbilt at 213. Alex Taylor at 230. And Rodrigo Blankenship to round it out at 241. Josh Bowman, another mock. Henry Ruggs falls to 23. I'd sign up for that. Cole Komet at 49. Anthony Jennings at 87. Adam Trotman at 98. Damon Arnett. Ohio State corner at 100. Alex Highsmith at 120. James Prochet at 125. Davon Hamilton at 158. Reggie Robinson at 172. James Morgan at 195. Jack Driscoll, who's getting some buzz. Offensive tackle from Auburn at 212. Shaquille Quartermain at 213. Javelin Guidry at 230. And Rodrigo Blankenship at 241. So there are the mocks from the Scotia Slack channel. We had some mocks that came in via the Twitter DMs. We'll get to those right now. Mike Biscardi, who you can follow on Twitter at M-I-K-E-B-I-S-C-A-R-D-I. He's doing some work studying the prospects, does some Twitter stuff. You should definitely give him a follow. Josh Jones, the Houston offensive tackle at 35. Michael Pittman at 56. Tyler Badass, center from Wisconsin at 67. Cole Komet at 87. James Prochet at 145. Kamal Martin at 146. Casey Tuhill at 204. Miles Dorn, UNC safety at 212. David Woodward, Utah State inside backer at 213. Derek Tezuka. The NDSU edge at 230 and Rodrigo Blankenship at 241. And in this one, he traded 23 and 172 to Detroit for 35, 67, and 109. He then traded 98, 100, and 109 to Miami for 56. And finally traded 125 and 195 to Philly for 145 and 146. Now the rest of the mocks via the email machine. This comes to us from our great friend Isaac Gogol at XXISAACGOGELXX. You can also find him under the handle Temporary Bucks Fan. At 43, Cesar Ruiz. At 50, Tero Lewis, the edge. At 87, Cole Komet. At 100, Alohi Gilman, the safety. Ben Barch at 110, Quintus Cephas at 172. Michael Divinity at 195, Stephen Sullivan at, one, at 204. Reggie Robinson in the Reggie Robinson Memorial spot at 212. Muhammad Berry, the backer at 213. And Tyler Huntley, the Utah quarterback who I love, at 241. Also via the email machine, we got a mock coming in from Russell Easterbrooks who attaches to the mock. If you don't know Cooper Roth, the kicker, remember you heard it from me first. He will be in the Patriots training camp planting the flag. I love it. And this is what he does. Cesar Ruiz at 23. Jake Fromm at 87. Van Jefferson at 98. Kenny Wilkes at 100. Tyler Johnson at 125. Dalton Keene at 172. Willie Gay at 195. Kevon Wallace, Clemson Safety at 204. And Cooper Roth, the Wyoming kicker at 212. Sean Bradley at 213. Tyree Cleveland at 230. And Darian Daniels at 241. Remember, friends, if Cooper Roth makes it into the Patriots training camp, you heard it here first. 
Russell Easterbrooks. Now, friends, that will do it. I think I got all the mocks in. If I missed one, scream at me on Twitter, at Mark Schofield on the Twitter machine. That will do it for today. I will be back Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday. We're going to do some tight ends and wide receiver stuff on Wednesday. I'm going to talk about those positions. And then Thursday, we'll have Shane Alexander in. He's going to talk some football, some big picture stuff, some draft stuff. We're going to vent all sorts of good stuff. Until then, friends, keep washing those hands. Stay safe. Check in on your loved ones. Do the social distancing. Flatten the curve. All that good stuff. And until next time, friends, please keep on blessing those. Patriots reign. Down and